The Medicare annual election period deadline is coming soon. I'm Meredith Vieira, here with examples of people who found the key to the right coverage at MyHealthPolicy.com. Meet Larry. He likes doing things online. I took my time and found the best Medicare Advantage plan for me at MyHealthPolicy.com. Next is Mary. When she wanted answers, she picked up the phone. I wanted a local perspective on plan, so I called MyHealthPolicy.com. And finally, Michael. I prefer face-to-face, so I chose MyHealthPolicy.com and enrolled on the spot. Go to MyHealthPolicy.com to learn about top-rated Medicare Advantage plans in your area, including $0 premium plans, or call 1-800-GO-START. That's 1-800-GO-START. MyHealthPolicy.com. Meredith Vieira is a paid endorser. KF Agency operates MyHealthPolicy.com, not connected with or endorsed by the U.S. government or the federal Medicare program. A licensed insurance agent may call. Welcome to a new episode of the Retro Gamers Podcast, episode 196. I hope to God this sounds good and it looks good. Larry here. How you doing? Doing good. And I'm joined by my very good friend who's been on the podcast before. It's been a while. It's been a while. That's all right, though. Which moniker do I give you? Mario. That's fine. (laughs) Mario. That's what I'm going with. That's what we're going with. (laughs) What's new? uh, Nothing much. Nothing much. You're looking good, my friend. So are you. Thank you. Very handsome. Now that the lies are out of the yeah. way. Okay. Nice. <laughs> uh, Anthony's on assignment uh, this week. He's working. So uh, so that's why Mario has been kind enough to sit in. Yeah, he asked me the other day. I figured, hey, yeah. got the time. Interesting subject. Let's and do it. Since we're actually neighbors, basically, yes. we can we can do this. Yeah. <laughs> Just two floors set us apart. There we go. So what do we got for today, Larry? What's we got going on? A couple of things we're going to talk about. Um, first, though, I just want to get, I just want to mention uh, one thing real quick, which is a little newer, but it's got some, it's got some old to it as well. A um, couple of demos that I've played recently. Um, we talked about last week. Anthony had mentioned how. Um, well, first of all, coming out next month in September mm-hmm. is Tony Hawk Pro Skater One and Two Remastered. From the PlayStation. From the, the football PlayStation, N64, Dreamcast. Um, you ever played these games before? Yes, I have. Okay. Um, I had number one. A friend of mine had number two. We used to play it like crazy. I was I was pretty terrible at it, actually, because I never really <laughs> got the mechanic down right. But by the third one, which was I had on PlayStation 2, mm-hmm. I think, right? I was getting better at it. I okay. actually created a lemmy with this create a skater mode yeah i was very i was very very proud at the light likeness and i wish i would have preserved it all right well at least you got it so that's good it's cool uh very cool i loved uh i played more tony hawk pro skater 2 oh you were two guy um yeah big number two guy on n64 uh anthony always talks about playing uh it on dreamcast which was a great copy that's true there was was a dreamcast or saturn Dreamcast. Uh, there was probably a Saturn version, but I can right. definitely say there I was a Dreamcast. The, I thought the first two, and I, when they went to the third, it went to the Dreamcast and PS2 and all that. Uh, I well, could be wrong. Uh, no, two was definitely on Dreamcast. It was. Okay. Actually, I think one and two. So, of course, now they're re-released. And there's been ah, there's been like 12 Tony Hawk games since. Uh, but now they're going back to the first two. And Anthony mentioned last week how there's a demo available, mm-hmm. but only if you pre-purchase the digital copy. 
And we, you know, we had a little back and forth on that as far as that makes sense or not. Um. So the only way you're getting a demo, what you're saying is you have to pre-purchase the whole as game. As of right now, right. I think it's an early <sighs> release demo. I'm not 100% sure. That full of a demo? Like an early no, no, early? no, no. It's only like it's just the, the warehouse level, that first level. Okay, okay. Well, eh. You know, at the end of the day, it's your dollar, your choice. I mean, if you want to you get a little taste of it and you're that much of an enthusiast for the game, go for it, you know? Yeah, right. Uh, I mean, I, I have mine on pre-order already, so I have in. access. You're in. Let me hook. I'm going to look this up. Oh, boy. Theater game. Oh, Lord knows what's going to come up. you mean off. top game? <laughs> no. Tony Hawk Pro Skater. Tony Hawk Pro Skater. Go, and that brings us to TonyHawkTheGame.com. Let's take a look uh, at this. Sure muted. muted. Nope, that is not muted. That's now muted. So for the here it is the digital deluxe edition. Uh, da, 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 da. Access to the warehouse demo available now. Right. And then there is an asterisk, and of course it doesn't really say what the asterisk. Will oh, do. I see. Just that warehouse. Yeah. This, yeah. The, I got you. Okay. So anyway, so I got it, and mm-hmm. I played it, and I actually played a little bit of it. Um, because I realize how bad I am. It's been a long time since I played Tony Hawk. Yeah. Um, and not only that, but uh, I actually streamed some of it on our YouTube page, uh-huh. um, Retro Gamers Podcast. You can find this episode, and you can find my terrible gameplay. Um, that yeah, I as streamed. long as you're having fun. <laughs> mm. uh, but I gotta say, it brought me right back. Yeah, it brought me right yeah. back to the game. I mean, I, I got to get used to the grinds and everything. Yeah, that game now is hitting its like it's twenty something years old something now, right? Like, like it came like out that. twenty years ago. It's yeah. a retro game. Now I, I I remember when that was a new game, and you know Nintendo and Sega was retro then. You know, <laughs> yeah, now it's like ancient. <laughs> you know, that's uh, wild. So uh, so go check out the demo. Did you ever now? From what I remember, yeah. And again, this was I was getting to a phase at this point in my life where video games were kind of going off into the sunset for a time being, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, I was playing a lot of music then, so that kind of became my priority. I started my job, which I've been with the past 20 years. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, But I do remember, after 3, is that where the decline in the Tony Hawk series began? I would probably say that. Like, was it the next? Yeah. And then they This is my framed. demo here. I'm actually showing, even though you've already seen a little bit of it, I'm showing and Mario it's right now. Beautiful, demo. It, it, you know, it, you you could tell it's the original game, and and it's doing everything it's supposed to do, right? They just did this with uh, uh, Final, Final Fantasy, Fantasy VII, VII yeah. right? So, so. it's and, n- it's nice that these games are getting a kind of uh, upgrade, and because they're still very playable, they, oh, yeah. they're still very intuitive, you know. Yeah. Uh, I like when you fall; it kind of has like this like video glitch. It looks like for you to get back up on your skates. On your skateboard. Oh, yeah. And there was only two songs available. It was Superman and something else. But what was funny is when I was broadcasting, because I broadcasted this demo live on... Watch how he kind of glitched. That was weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I broadcasted this live. It was on my my PlayStation 4. So I did it directly. So you can hear all the noise of the game, but it took out the music. So you can't hear the music on my live stream. This is a cool game because it was always accessible to all ages. Young kids would play this. You know, young adults would play this. Adults yeah. would play this. I think this is a game my my kids would enjoy the opportunity. I think so. Did you ever play the skate series? I have not. No, this was really the only skateboard. I had, and I never even got into the skateboarding scene. I had one of those games, and I really thought it gave Tony Hawk a run for its money. I wasn't very good at it. It was on my mm-hmm. um, 
I think it was on my PlayStation Three. But it was it was very it was it felt very intuitive. It was it was a okay. fun game at the time. But uh, it reminded me of the Tony Hawk days back then. Which right. was already ten years ago. Fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> mm. Um. So I played that demo. Very fun. Mm-hmm. So yeah, go check that out. Uh, and you can purchase it on PlayStation Four, Xbox One, or Steam. Right. Uh, I also played the demo. This isn't retro, but it was. I, I have to mention it, which is an open beta to everybody. Uh, the demo of the Avengers, the new Avengers game that has nothing to do with the movies. It's based it's, on the it's comics. based on the comics. Any particular era of the comics? The sixties? Oh no, 70s. recent. No, no, recent oh, okay. stuff. But right. it has it has nothing to like. None of the actors are in it. Okay. But you know it has Thor, Hulk. What Iron kind? Of, what kind of game is it? A fighter, a brawler, or it, it, that's the thing? Because I was a little worried what it was going to be. It's almost. It's definitely a fighter. Okay. Not. It's not like a final fight fighter, but it is like a state of emergency type kind of. Like yeah, it's war, like an open world. Remember the warriors? Yes. And, yeah. Yes. Okay. And each because for the demo you get to play. Makes sense. And I didn't. I didn't broadcast this, but um, I'm going to show uh, uh, Mario here. Oh boy. Um, I keep wanting to call you Anthony. Um, don't worry, you know. <laughs> Let's see. No, this is movie, 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 movie. I guess I should put game. <laughs> uh, uh-huh. Game. And then probably end game will come up. And then we'll accidentally bootleg that. Uh, mm. It's just people. Can't I just get a trailer for it? Here we go. I think this is a trailer I'm just going to show. Hey, all of you have seen it. All right. And that's basically, I mean, I mean look at the graphics. The on models. That. I mean, the model of the Hulk looks like that's the movie. That's definitely gameplay. Yeah. That looks like the movie Hulk, that's right? That's doing, yeah. Uh, so very fun. If if you're able to, I don't know if the demo is available on the PS4. I did it on the Xbox One. They they Definitely look like the movie versions, though. They look like, yeah. but not completely. Right? No, I'm sure there's maybe enough... there was rights and they had to alter the faces well, of no, the actors. No? They purposely want nothing to not Do? nothing. They don't want this to be in conjunction with the movie. Okay, so it just draws inspiration, exactly. and it is not because everyone's the... familiar with this, right? But definitely the voices are, are not even, they're not even like sound-alikes. Yeah, you, that is, yeah, so. that's definitely not Scarlett Johansson. By, uh, but um, but still, very cool. Look more like che- Thor. <laughs> <laughs> mm. Go check it out. Um, and I just wanted to mention, yeah, so those two demos, really fun to play. And um, Cool. Wanted to, wanted to do that. Yeah, very cool. Looks uh, like fun. So uh, what I want to talk about this week is, because you are, I'm not going to say you're the, because we, me and Anthony are, are we don't own to be we don't say that we're the end all be all that we know everything about retro gaming nobody does but i say that because me and anthony are nintendo heavy but you growing up was sega you you were you guys were focused on and oriented with nintendo so was my brother my brother was an nes guy um i was fortunate enough to have a sega master system and uh my sega playing went went from the master system to the sega genesis to the sega cd and that's where I stopped because I think I got pretty disgusted uh, with the 32X. And around that time, the PlayStation had come out. I just got sick of the accessories. They they abandoned the Sega CD, went to a 32X, which didn't do well. Then yeah, all of a sudden, weird. new system. And it's like, you know, keeping up. I had my first job. So I went with Sony, and Sony had exci- exciting Everyone stuff at the time. Sony. Yeah, so that, that that was my save. But my, the best years, in all honesty, were at the end of the Master System, which was very brief. Mm-hmm. And the Genesis years, I, I gotta say, without a doubt, uh, uh, probably the most video gaming I've done in probably my life was in that era. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I had a Master System. I had a couple of good games for it. Uh, it so let me ask you real mm-hmm. quick, um, because and this was also back then. This was a time where it was kind of 
not unheard of, but you know, like back, like Back to the Future, the movie Back to the Future. Marty's already back in 1955. He's in his mother's house. He's sitting down for yeah. dinner. Yeah, you know, and they're like two TVs. What are you a millionaire? You know, uh, the the older brother from Wonder Years says that. Right, I remember. So growing up to have like two different systems was was it was pretty well, not normal. No, it wasn't normal. So, my, my brother and I were very fortunate. Yeah, he, he had bought the NES uh, when it when it you know he hadn't bought it. Obviously, my folks did. We were eight nine years old. <laughs> uh, it was a, I think it was a Christmas or a birthday mm-hmm. present for him. The master system was something similar. Maybe a year or two later, mm-hmm. so I I may have been like it might have been eighty seven, okay eighty yeah eighty eight where where a mass system came into uh, my hands and it was either a Christmas present or a birthday present. Was uh, it like the original master system or was it, it that master it's, system too? It's, it's it's the original master okay. system. Okay. Um, I don't think there was a master system two yet. Yet, yeah. I think yeah. that was more like early ninety. Probably, you know. Um, it came with Hang On and Safari Hunt on one cartridge. Really. Yep, and it came. Wow, it came with the light gun. Okay, uh, I don't remember if it came with two controllers or one. Hmm. I probably I came with two. Back then. They gave you good packages yeah. in the styrofoam and the cardboard boxes back in the day. <laughs> you know, they really they set you up nice. And uh, the one thing I remember about it because my brother and I shared a room mm-hmm. was that the master system was set up in my parents' room, and the Nintendo was set up in our room. We played a lot more Nintendo than we did Master System. <laughs> At the end of the day. Nintendo put out a better gaming product. And uh, well, in that is of, up for debate. But in okay. terms, I'll tell you why. No, and I, I agree I, with and you. I'm someone who loves I the Master System. I'm a Sega guy. The, Sega had a superior product in terms of color, in terms of graphics. I don't, I, I don't know about the sound. The, the big problem with the Master System, there was some kind of modded sound chip in Japan, I think. I don't think it mm-hmm. ever came around here. But I... Never liked the music or the sound of the synthesizers or anything on the masters. I always thought it sounded awful and tinny. And uh, even then, when I was a kid, it was kind of annoying. We keep the volume low when we played. <laughs> some of the vocal effects were funny. Great football had some great vocal effects that made us laugh every time. Okay. Um, but Nintendo just had they just promoted themselves better. I think Sega let Tonka handle a lot of the promotion here, okay. and they kind of treated it like a toy rather than a gaming product. Mm-hmm. Nintendo. Went out of their way to not only show that the games were different than the arcade. They, I think, in their to get their seal of approval, you had to have a certain percentage. So if you had Rygar in the arcade, which is basically just a level, mm-hmm. uh, level by level with increasing difficulty to to eat your quarters, the Rygar at home had to be different. It, it with was some different. fundamental, you know, similarities. Yeah. The weapon, the character was the same. It was in an adventure world. With it's almost like an RPG. Scroll. Yeah, it's a great game. Oh, fantastic! Um, the the Master System. <clears throat> I think Sega had a lot of great experience in the arcade. They had a lot of great arcade translations. So one of my favorite Master System arcade translations, and I told Larry a thousand times he even bought it, is Rampage. Yes. I think the Master System had the best 8-bit version of Rampage you will find anywhere. It blows Nintendo's out of the water. Better color, better sound. You had all three uh, monsters, and you could play two players at the same time. Could you do that on... I'm- uh- on the Nintendo one, I don't I think remember. You could. I think you could, right? I think you could, yeah. But uh, you had Ralph. Ralph was my favorite character. See, so. Ralph was not. No, Ralph was not in the NES version. He was not. It was just no. George and Lizzie. George and Lizzie. Yep. And and <clears throat> I, what I love about also with the Rampage is that um, this is very superficial, but it was a different box. It was a different color box. Normally, the Master System boxes were white. This one was red. They did have white boxes, but I had the red box. Okay, so it was freaking okay. awesome. So. Uh, 
with the master now the master system yeah is like the the master system of Sega is the NES to Nintendo right eight bit system yeah. around the same time yeah now did you end up having like did you own a lot of games like was it did you not really... many not many and I'm not I'm not talking about yeah. whether it was socioeconomical so, or just out of not, not didn't out want of any let's just say my brother probably had about fifty Nintendo games maybe with the master system. I would say anyway from like uh, seven to to eleven games I may okay. have had. Right. It was a very rare thing. It it, it was a different taste. It was a uh, it, it was a different. And, and by now everybody's played a master system. Master system seems to be making some sort of a retro noise I right think it now is because, because everybody's everything. played every everything yeah. else. So you know um, the master system had some good games and it had some pretty rotten games. You know, um, let's get a master system mini Sega. That'd be cool. That would be cool. That'd that be would, nice. be, and you, they should put every game on. <laughs> you know. Um, now, what is some of your kind of, and and you know, sleeper hits? I, I always come to you sometimes. You know these hidden gems uh, for Genesis and stuff like that. Um, I thought Monopoly, their version of Monopoly, was excellent. Okay. Uh, the the very hated on all the other systems, especially the NES Ghostbusters. <laughs> the Master Ghostbusters was actually. It's a it's a business management game, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, you gotta control your inventory, control your prices, go to the jobs, complete the jobs, and, yep. and then unlock a big opportunity, which is getting past the Stay Puft Marshmallow Man. And uh, point being, it, it's executed poorly. It's not a great game, but it's playable on the Master System. Okay, which is uh, hard to say. Reggie Jackson Baseball is probably the best eight bit baseball game I've ever played. Really, to this day, wow. I'll say that okay. I love it. It went under different names. Mm-hmm. In different in the European markets and South American, where where the Master System was a much bigger hit than it was in the United States, it just it it didn't land well here. And I think it, from what I understand, it was because of poor promotion. And I don't remember it being promoted. I don't ever remember um, a Master System being promoted. So you had the Alex Kid games. The one I played was Miracle World, which is the one everyone played. The Collision Detection is awful, but the <laughs> level design is fantastic. Uh, a lot of problems with a lot of the Master System eight bit games that were side scrollers or whatever they were mimicking quarter munching arcade which was basically just straight level after straight level mm-hmm. with increasing difficulty to make you lose your quarter yeah uh gauntlet is the most yeah there are more prominent nu- example nuanced yeah. games on the on the 8-bit systems that that because they didn't have the graphical and sound power of the arcades they they compensated with good level design that's how that the 8-bits Error, why it's so legendary, mm-hmm. you know, and and honestly, the early Genesis titles, even though they looked beautiful, they were trying to still mimic the arcades. When they started getting into things like Comic Zone and getting into level design and or Alex Kid from earlier, that's where Sega really hit their, you know, their strong points. Um, so you got Reggie Jackson Baseball, Alex Kid, which is I understand is having a very uh, redrawn remake. Also, I think that Wonder yeah. Boy just had one. I actually just purchased Wonder Boy mm-hmm. on the Switch. Yeah. So you had uh, you had their great sports series like great football, great soccer, great great baseball. They were fun to play. Uh, they had their arcade hits like Space Harrier, Shinobi, Outrun. Obviously, I think I said Hang On. Yes, they all they did it competently. Everything the colors were very there. Like you know, Nintendo kind of has that drained look in their colors because you were only out of fifty two colors available on the NES, only sixteen appeared on screen, mm-hmm. and it's significantly larger. On the Master System, I don't remember the specifics, but I'm sure. Uh, 
Yeah, no, this, we're gonna this, we're gonna this, check some stuff yeah. out. In fact, let me just give some stats here on the Master System. So the Master System is considered actually third generation. Mm-hmm. Um, it was released in Japan October twentieth, nineteen eighty five, here in North America. Wow, we got it September of ninety six. That's not correct. Ninety six. Oh. Oh. It would be eighty six or eighty seven. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. Yeah. Because ninety six, the Genesis. Oh, you're right. I said ninety six. I'm said sorry. 96. I was like, yeah, wow. I I, I need is that a Wikipedia mistake? Or, yeah. <laughs> no, well, that's, that's hard to read. I mean, we're old. So, um, yeah. so Japan, the game uh, its system lasted from eighty five to ninety one. Here, eighty six yeah. to ninety two. So we got the five years, basically a little more than that. I can't do math. Yeah. Um, it was about two hundred dollars when it was sold. Now this was back in eighty six. So that's still a lot of money. Give yeah, take. I don't think my folks paid that much for it. I think <laughs> whether it was a KB sale or something KB, like that. KB, good lord. Yeah, it was something like that. It was like yep. KB's toys. I don't remember the circumstances. Uh, two million units were sold worldwide. That was as of 1993. Wow. Um, it took ROM cartridges and Sega cards. It had the cards. That's cards? right. I never this owned the card. This is very weird. Black Belt, Zillion. They had, they had these weird side-scrolling, like real low-memory cards card games that were cheaper yeah you know so if a regular like turbo graphics so if a regular mass system game was between 39.99 and 49.99 these were like 29.99 mm-hmm. you know 19.99 uh i never bought any of those i never played them i played i played them recently on on other platforms okay but yeah. you know i never um Never played them back then. Yeah, the um, actually no, I never really looked into the Sega card. I'm looking here, uh, capacity up to 32 kilobytes. <laughs> um, had 36 pins. Even I know that's not a lot. Uh, the format yeah. originated in '83 in Japan. Uh, let's see, later Sega uh, platforms took took care of it. Um, they only published about a dozen games in the format. Yeah, there wasn't. There wasn't. It wasn't viable. It really. Uh, I think it had an uh, an external connection underneath the system for something Maybe, in the future, know. and a lot of those know. systems did that. Even NES had some kind of uh, external uh, plug-in at the bottom that they, for future... Uh, oh, they all did, yeah, just in case. Um, um, also, I just want to mention here uh, the sound, uh, Yamaha VDP, PSG, for you nerds out there, uh, 8 kilobyte yeah. RAM, uh, CPU... Does it mention anything megahertz. about an enhanced sound chip there? Um... I don't see anything right off the bat. Okay, because uh, technical... had a light phase. The light gun, yeah. like you talked the about, the light gun was good. 3D glasses. The li- the this li- thing ran off 3D Zaxxon. glasses. Zaxxon. Zaxxon had 3D. It was better 3D than was, the NES. This it, was the not 80s. Saying it, not saying it was. Well, you remember Rad Racer on the but NES. But those were traditional red blue. Yeah. Which want to hear something amazing? Discover matches all the cash back you earn on your credit card at the end of your first year automatically, dollar for dollar, with no limit on how much you can earn. Extra cash? Come on, how amazing is that? In fact, it's even more amazing when you realize all the places where Discover is accepted. 99% of places in the U.S. that take credit cards. So when it comes to Discover, get used to hearing yes more often. Learn more at discover.com slash yes. 2020 Nielsen Report limitations apply. Talking about like, actual, almost like, almost like a PSVR. From what I remember, it wasn't much better than the NES. It's just that the games happen to look better mm-hmm. on the Master System in general. Okay. Uh, I had very limited experience with Zaxxon. I just remember Zaxxon 3D being that game um, at oh. the time. My friend, I had one friend who had a Master System. One. I don't know anyone with one. Yeah. Uh, and uh, I, that's, I had played at his house. Now, we're going back to 86, 87, so I'm like mm-hmm. nine years old. Um, Rambo First Blood Part 2, which was kind of an Ikari Warriors Commando kind of clone. Mm-hmm. 
played all right. You know, you know what you're getting with that. Um, <laughs> Rambo Three was a phaser gun game, okay, which was a lot of fun, but it wasn't accurate. Safari Hunt, which was the first phaser gun game that was a pack in with Hang On, was very accurate. So mm-hmm. I, I don't know where it went. I used to have to hold the freaking gun up to the screen. I, I could shoot <laughs> the guy like right in front of me, and the stupid thing still wouldn't hit him. <laughs> the old cheat. Needless to say, yeah. I, I managed to get through six levels of that game, and I don't know how. So I didn't realize this. The Game Gear was actually based on the Master Systems architecture. That's pretty yeah, interesting. Yeah, when, when I first saw uh, Game Gear, that's what was impressive was I was kind of like, wow, that's kind of a portable Master System. Yeah. Uh, so, um, yeah, so that's got a lot. So so what are there some games right. that you would recommend? Without a doubt, the ones I mentioned, uh, Reggie Jackson, Baseball Rampage. If you're an RPG guy, the, the, the gem of the Master System, pro- and it's an RPG, so it's already a niche market, Fantasy Star. The first Fantasy oh, yeah, Star yeah. is on the Master System. It's a, it's a terrific game. It's a terrific story. Mm-hmm. Uh there's a lot of grinding in it, and grinding by definition, from what I learned, because I didn't know this stuff until recently, <laughs> yeah. is that you got to level up constantly. you got to constantly battle monsters, level up, gain money, then go to the next town, then do the same thing. It's that kind of RPG, but it's got a really cool story, really cool 3D dungeons, which were, like, revolutionary at the time. If you could find this game, it's worth the price tag. If you could find it on a retro collection, which it was on Sonic's Ultimate, I think, as an unlockable on the PS3 and Xbox, uh, I think whatever. So. Yeah, I think so. Uh, so you got Fantasy Star. I'm not going to recommend Alex Kidd and Miracle World. You got to be a really hardcore platformer. There's issues with the collision. It, it and uh, but it's you know it's it's all right. Okay. So R Type, you had a really good Love version of R-type. the. You had a real not like Turbo Graphics good, but you had a really good R Type for the time. On that, that really showed up what the Master System mm-hmm. can do. Um, I'm not going to recommend Double Dragon, <laughs> though. It is more accurate to the arcade and it's two-player simultaneous. The cl- I played it recently after 30 years, something years of not playing it. It's unplayable how awful the collision is. <laughs> I never so, realized how bad the first Double Dragon was even on the NES. I guess because I wasn't, I, I, liked, I didn't know anything else. I actually like that first. I, so do I, but, but a lot of people complain about Double it. Double Dragon 2 is the best Double Dragon one. 2 is the more superior, so, yes. Sh- Shinobi is awesome on the Master System. Maybe right. not, as gr- not graphically superior to the arcade, but I think it's a little more playable. It gives you a life bar. Very smooth controls. I've uh, grown yeah. to love Shinobi at this point, yeah. and there, I haven't really played it before. There is a, uh, like I said, there's a great version of Monopoly, probably my favorite version of, of a video game Monopoly anywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, you can get Afterburner, you can get Outrun, all the arcade <laughs> hits, Space Harrier, Choplifter. Choplifter. They're all really good versions of those arcade games. You know, you're not going to be losing out on them. They are very true to the arcade, so they feel like quarter munching. So that that's up to you. Um... <laughs> There is a great Zelda clone that I didn't play yes. back then. I played it a few years ago when I had the PS3 and on that Sonic's Ultimate collection. That's an unlockable, yeah. It's an unlockable game called it's called Golden Axe Warrior. It literally has next to nothing to do with the arcade or Genesis Golden Axe games except the name of the main character. And he doesn't look like you know, the the guy in the arcade looks like Conan. <laughs> Uh, this guy looks like Link with blue armor because it's a Zelda clone. It's it is, literally it is, it's to a lifted, T. Yeah. You know, the only thing that's cool about it is you get axes, you get different swords. Like, you, you don't just have one sword that you upgrade. You get different kind of mm-hmm. weapons in that regard. It's a Zelda clone right down to the map design. It's hmm. graphically superior to Zelda. So it's, it's almost like an in-between 
The Legend of Zelda and the Link to the Past graphically. Okay. Because the colors are beautiful on it, and it, it plays very well, plays very smooth. It plays like Zelda. If you like Zelda, you're going to love the game. Mm-hmm. You know, I think it didn't get a wide promotion here because I think Nintendo would have sued the pants off them <laughs> had they tried that in, in American markets, but by then, the mass system was dead. And recently, I played a game I never even heard of until now okay it's called master of darkness i think i found it on a youtube video or something and it's a it's oh, there that's the one that you, you told it's their me about. version of castlevania and it plays really well the first boss i fought you you go through level one 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 two one three mm-hmm. the first boss i fought was jack the ripper <laughs> really <laughs> and i you know i beat him pretty good but it it's very playable it's 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 different enough from castlevania that it's not a direct ripoff like golden axe warrior Mm-hmm. But it's definitely inspired by the Castlevania games. Beautiful color, beautiful graphics and animation. Um, so there's a good pro wrestling game. Oh, I own actually own that one. Pro, just the own a pro wrestling. If game. you're gonna start with yeah. with let's say five games, I would go with Reggie Jackson Baseball, Rampage, Fantasy Star, R Type, and Shinobi. If you're gonna get started in Master System collecting, try to track those games down. Mm-hmm. Those games, you know. They're, they're definitely worth your while. They came out with, you know, like when the Genesis came around, they had their own version of Sonic. They had their own Mickey Mouse Castle of Illusion. Mm-hmm. Different name, but I think it was basically based on Castle of Illusion. The Master System did tremendously well in Europe, and I think in South America even beat Nintendo out over there. Oh, yeah? Uh, and it was very popular for years in South America. The Master System had a big... Uh, I think they were producing master systems up until like the late '90s or something like that. It was it was it's like well, that's like a crazy get into uh, moment. Yeah. yeah. Um, all right. So any well, other? Well, what about you? You've recently gotten into master systems. So recently, yeah. I haven't really played a ton of them. Uh, I'm shocked some of the games that have appeared on there, like an R type, um, like mm-hmm. Sonic. Sonic games have appeared yeah. on there. Smash yeah. TV. Um, the terrible game Pit Fighter somehow made its way on there. The Genesis version is fun. I hate that game. So it's bad. terrible, but it's like about it. it's like watching um, what's what's that uh, movie we just watched? It's it's so bad that it's good. Um, oh, No Retreat, No Surrender. Well, No Retreat, No Surrender is a masterpiece. I was thinking, <laughs> I was thinking like Samurai oh, oh, Cop or something like um, that. Uh, Brutal Massacre. Yeah. Well, that's yeah. Um, no, actually, that is good. It's a great yeah. movie by a good old friend of mine, Mr. Stephen Mena. <laughs> Check out his Mena film site on Facebook. And there's your cheap plug. Yeah, um, yeah I just kind of came across it, and there's something about the graphics, like the, the pulled-back graphics, for games like Sonic. Yeah. Like, games that I'm used to playing on Genesis. 16-bit. You know, and Nintendo did that, too. Nintendo put out a lot of games on Super Nintendo, but also put out an NES version. There yeah, was very... there was like the, an overlap exactly. as they would like a transition. So they wanted exactly. to make sure they covered both markets. So, yeah. and, and you're right. I kind of just started getting into really deep diving into these games. Yeah. I would love to get a master system. Uh, right now, I don't think there's any HDMI converter for now. A wire for a master system. Right? There's okay. one for Genesis, and I could get a power yeah, base converter. converter. Good luck. Getting Wait, one it's good yeah. luck, and it's yeah, pricey. hard to get. Um, I actually had one when I transitioned really? to Genesis. That's yeah, because cool. I think I had to sell my Master System. It was oh, part of that. Yeah. <laughs> well, sometimes so, that's what we did yeah. back then. Because who knew Funko Land? Who knew <laughs> Funko Land? Good yeah. lord! Yeah, I think I got uh, three pennies for it. Or something. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. Um, yeah. So yeah, so I don't really know a lot of the hidden gems of the Master System yet. 
mm-hmm. but I would definitely love to get my hands on a system on some games. Uh, but while you were talking, I was doing, I was looking up some research, and I'm going to kind of dip into another very quick topic I wanted yeah. to talk about, but still with the Master System. So, you know, game systems come out at different times throughout the world. Sure. Usually, for the most part, Japan first, then North America, then uh-huh. Europe, then Australia usually waits a little while. But there's one region I didn't realize, for some reason, Uh-oh. is always far behind, and that's Brazil. And Master System was huge. Master System was, like, overtook Brazil. The reason I'm saying this is because the Nintendo Switch is about to be released for the first time in Brazil. And the Switch has been out since 2017. It's already out for three years. See, I'm behind the time. I should live in Brazil. That's not a bad (laughs) idea. I think I'm going to move to Brazil. (laughs) I'll probably have an easier time getting a Switch in Brazil than I would here right now, right? It's Carnival. Um, (laughs) Carnival. So I I was shocked... (laughs) To read that Nintendo, the Switch is about to be released in Brazil. Like I'm not look. I know it's not available on every corner of the globe, yeah. but I, I would consider Brazil a big country, a modern country that has access to a lot of stuff, and that access to a global the the, the yeah, Nintendo I mean, yeah. would have already had the Switch on sale there. Yeah, maybe not the same day we got it, but at some point, right, right. Hmm. Now, what also while I was looking into this because it. It shocked me that the Master System was so popular in Brazil. Remember when I mentioned a Master System Mini? I think Brazil has a Master System Mini. Why don't we have a Master System Mini? This is what I'm trying to read here. So, uh, where'd it go? Uh, uh Uh-oh. Here we go. So, the company that put out the Master System in Brazil is called Tech Toy. Tech Toy, right. And... I'm scrolling. This is on Wikipedia. Here it is. Master System Super Compact. The Master System variant, variant exclusively released in is, Brazil. Is that considered a... Hold on. In 2006, Tectoy released the Master System 3 collection and the Mega Drive 3, including 120 and 71, respectively, built-in games. Where the hell is this here in North America? What are the, what, it's not speaking to the quality of them, though. I would imagine it's good if Tectoy had handled the, that distribution in the past, but as not of, like at games. But, here we yeah. go. As of 2015, mm. in Brazil, the Master System wow. and Mega Drive combined sell around 150000 a year. It's huge. And yeah. it's still going There's on There's a lot of love for that Master System, you know? I, this is a, a quote. Wikipedia, this is a level comparable to modern consoles available in Brazil, such as the PS4. Despite the Mega Drive being temporarily discontinued. <laughs> temporarily. Oh That's crazy, God. though. I gotta look into more of this. Um, let's see, 1990, Tectoy translated several games published by Sega into Portuguese, uh, such as Fantasy Star, Shining in the Darkness, or, okay, yep. blah, 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 blah. So I from its... Uh, okay, then it goes into itself. I think, they, I think but, they had Wonder Boy games on the Master System, too. I mean... Mm-hmm. I mean, we need to get our hands on this thing. So Go for we got to see man. what it's all about. Go for so, it. Get yourself a master. Do we, do we have anyone in Brazil? I know we have a fan in Peru. I don't know how far that is from Brazil. But <laughs> if you can get into Brazil and maybe get, get your hands on I one would, of these I would compact. love to, to get a ma- my hands on a master system with an enhanced sound chip. It makes a tremendous difference. The, the, the sound that I was familiar with on the master system, every game sounded like it was just 
done with the same instruments. I don't know how to explain <laughs> that. Like the same synth, like every, the mm-hmm. same tinny sound on every game. Fantasy Star uh, sounded the same as Rampage, you know. And Fantasy Star had a good soundtrack considering what they were working with. Mm-hmm. That was that's the one thing in hindsight about the Mass System that really uh, I can't get with was the sound. You know, when you got to the Genesis, the sound chip's beautiful on the on the, the Genesis. But you know, the, I forgot there were some Master System games available on the Wii Virtual Console, which I might actually have still. Try them. Yeah, so I gotta see go what's on it. my memory card because the uh, the shop is shut down. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, again, sales of the Master System between ten and thirteen million units, not including wow. Brazilian sales. Um, it was more successful in Europe and Brazil than Japan and North America. Mm-hmm. Uh, in nineteen eighty nine, the Master System was listed in the top twenty products of NDP's group's toy retail tracking system. Uh, let's see, they had their own version of Ninja Gaiden. See, I didn't, I never knew this stuff. Recently tried Streets of Rage and Streets of Rage 2, which, strangely enough, the first Streets of Rage is thousands of times better than Streets of Rage 2 on the Master System. Like, remember we tried. It was awful. Yeah, yeah. It was, like, actually... Again, like, yeah. who knew that came out on the Master Nobody, System? It was, by, by the time these games hit, the mm. Master System was already dead in, in North America. It yeah. was gone. It was, no, everybody was playing Genesis. Some people, like myself, were on to Sega CD, um... Which was a shame, because I really liked that Sega CD. Sega CD was good, yeah. Yeah, underrated. So, all right, so, you know, go out, find yourself a Master System. Um, If you do, let us know in the comments, you know, what games did you like on the Master System? What about the Master System did you like, period? Yep. Um, You know, a lot of people prefer the NES over the Super Nintendo. Do you prefer the Master System over the Genesis? See, I'm like that. I like the NES better than uh, Super Nintendo. Okay. But I definitely, definitely, the Genesis was, to me, Sega's high point. You know, uh, unfortunately, the Sega CD did not work out. Didn't have the support. Had some great games, just not enough there. Forget, let's not even talk about the 32X. And I was never... I think the Saturn was probably, like, the next... Mm-hmm. Best hope. And when they went to the Dreamcast so quickly, because PlayStation was just... I just, uh, that was it. People, uh, you know, they couldn't keep up with, you know, Sony. Mm-hmm. And then when Microsoft threw their head, the company like Sega, it's a big company, but it's not Sony and Microsoft big. Okay. So, um, and remember, hit us up on Instagram, on YouTube, on Facebook, at Retro Gamers Podcast, on Twitter, at Retro Gamers Pod. Um, you know, definitely want to hear from you. Um yeah, so the other thing uh, I want to mention as well, and we'll start to wrap this up here in a little bit. Um, okay. And I do appreciate appreciate you being on the this show today. Fun. I always like talking so, about um, this stuff. definitely yeah. enjoy talking about the Master System. You Absolutely. Know, what made me think about this was Anthony was saying like the Master System because he has the PS3, which I still have to ship him. Um, <laughs> that was a good system. The too. Master System is like the only system he's really missing from the Big Four: Nintendo, Sega, Microsoft, and Sony. So. Hopefully, Ant, you know, is it, you're down is in Florida it, yeah, now. Maybe you'll find one. Is it worth it? Yeah, if As you're a collector. a collector and an enthusiast, I think absolutely it's worth it. If, you, if you're more on the casual side, you can either go for the, the these current crop of plug-and-plays if you if you like the old-school games. I mean, we've talked about this before, yeah. so you know how, you know. But uh, One of the best plug-and-plays, I think, still is the Turbo Graphics. Yeah, no, I, the, 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 the crop of plug-and-plays that came out the last five years from NES now to the Turbo Graphics, it's phenomenal, the, the the market that's there for it. And, you know, even for the enthusiast, because, you know, the enthusiast can get every game they want. You get, <laughs> you get a number of 40, 50 games on the Turbo Graphics. I mean, just yep. on that alone knocks the other three out of the water as far as... That was kind of yeah. like um, yeah. 
you know, a few weeks ago here on Long Island, we had the hurricane blow through out of nowhere. That was a lot of fun. Yeah, and well, meanwhile, as we speak, there's two of them about to to combine themselves into like a megazord down there in the south. So first time ever, like two hurricanes at the same time. Well, 2020 continues in our to shock history. and awe. Yeah. <laughs> um, but we at a point just real quick to mention, and I mentioned this, uh, I think last week or two weeks ago with Anthony. Uh, in television, we, we were watching that in television video. Yes, we did. There was a whole, and uh, they mentioned how they're not really there to compete against Microsoft and Sony, right. Nintendo. They're kind of in their own. They're in their own wheelhouse, and I feel like the they're, Master System is kind of like that. They're putting out a gaming product. I no, the Master System was definitely made to compete with Nintendo. It was. Definitely... I meant like now, like for for those enthusiasts. Oh well, that the, the, you could say that about any system, yeah. now, right? I so. mean, Nintendo's not. You're not really. Nintendo's not making any money when you buy an NES now. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's the the store, the mom-and-pop stores or the, the retro gaming areas that they're making the, the money, you know? So there's no competition with anything. But uh, I think they're just trying to put out a good gaming. I think they, gaming is becoming very catered to the individual's tastes and needs. Mm-hmm. You know, the Switch is showing that. Uh Companies who are competing with each other, like Microsoft and Sony, they're gearing more towards professional gaming. Yeah. Now, that is a thing. That is a thing. That's a thing. Yeah. You, you can be a professional gamer in this world, and I think... Drives me nuts. That I, I don't know <laughs> what to make of it, you know? Um, but it's there. It is. You can profit from it if you are skilled at these things. Which I am not. It makes two of us. <laughs> um, and then you have guys like us who remember playing these things growing up. You know, I have kids, and I share that experience with them and every now and then when i have a free night and i want to sit down and i don't feel like reading a book or watching something on internet tv or whatever you call it i'll pop out an nes i'll pop out the turbo graphics you know and then you sit and play a game either that you play remember playing 30 years ago that you remember hearing about and never got to play and it, there's a there's a fun thing in that you know yeah. and also another update uh, i've yet to hear still from arcade one up about my answer or about my question about the Ms. Pac-Man machine, if it will play with the hyperspeed. Arcade 1-Up, I feel, is ducking me at this point. I may, There's got to be a reason why they can't, then. <laughs> because it's bugged. It's because they don't know who I am. That's why they're not responding. Yeah, I don't know about that. I mean, if you, What if you asked as a customer? Like, I you, have. You're asking as a, so the, that, the answer is no. They answer other people. <laughs> the answer's got to be no. It, you know? That's got to be a selling point for everybody. I can't imagine anyone wanting a Ms. Have Pac-Man ever, on the regular speed. Have you ever researched the 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 market for that? For who? For the hyperspeed? The hyperspeed. What yeah, was the it niche was, crowd? It was a, it was a quarter. I mean, it is fun launcher. to play. I only got exposed to it through him because I never knew about it all these it's years. It's the only way I've yeah. ever known how to play. Yeah. No, I never played it at high speed. Um, I can't play. I, I can't play Pac-Man anymore. Because that one was always on that regular speed. Well, is there a version out there that that's available to you that you? The can home play? console. The only yeah. version is on Genesis. And even that doesn't super match the right. speed of the arcade, but it's close enough. I gave you my Genesis one because I hated it. No, I own one. I gave you one, though. Remember, I was going to sell it back, and I think it was a, uh, just a cartridge, right? No, I have it. You have it? I bought I, it from I, Game On. I could have sworn I gave you Unless my, you sold uh, it to them, and then I bought it from them immediately. I don't. <laughs> I, don't I thought know. I gave you my copy of it because no. I was selling it back. I have your Batman and your Terminator. Well, they're yours right now, so don't worry about it. I don't it. know why. You can take them. Whatever. Whenever right. I hook it up, it's no big deal. I know so, where you live. <laughs> With that, um, I, we want to start to wrap this up here, but I do want to make this mm-hmm. note. Uh, probably the first time we're ever actually going to talk about previewing next week's episode. We, me and Anthony Ooh, have never done I'm this before. I'm excited. Let's hear it. So um, next week, Anthony will be back, and we are going to 
deep dive and talk about the new show on Netflix, uh, High Score, which is basically a documentary tracing the evolution of video game industry from the days of Atari to now. Uh, I don't know how many episodes uh, there are in this season, but uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try and watch them all before me and Anthony looks, record. Looks like it's worth a view. I think so. I disagree that E.T. is the worst game ever made. <laughs> I think that should go to Atari's Raiders of the Lost Ark, but that's another story. So It's up there, though. Yeah, it's up there. Uh, all right. So, uh, again, Mario, thank you very much for joining. My pleasure. All right. As do you always. have anything to plug? Do you have a... I've got nothing, nothing? right now, but... Sounds good. That's it. I'm <laughs> just hanging in there. Uh, of course, you can find me virtually everywhere at More365, M-O-H-R-365. I've been obsessed with TikTok the last few weeks, so you and might reface. find me on there. And Reface. He's obsessed with Reface, and that's, <laughs> that might be my fault. <laughs> so, it's a couple yeah. people's fault, actually. Yeah. Um, so tune in next week for actually the review of High Score, and we will catch you right here next week on the Retro Gamers Podcast. Want to hear something amazing? Discover matches all the cash back you earn on your credit card at the end of your first year, automatically, dollar for dollar, with no limit on how much you can earn. Extra cash? Come on, how amazing is that? In fact, it's even more amazing when you realize all the places where Discover is accepted. 99% of places in the U.S. that take credit cards. So when it comes to Discover, get used to hearing yes more often. Learn more at discover.com slash yes. 2020 Nielsen Report limitations apply. Want to hear something amazing? Discover matches all the cash back you earn on your credit card at the end of your first year, automatically, dollar for dollar, with no limit on how much you can earn. Extra cash? Come on, how amazing is that? In fact, it's even more amazing when you realize all the places where Discover is accepted. 99% of places in the U.S. that take credit cards. So when it comes to Discover, get used to hearing yes more often. Learn more at discover.com slash yes. 2020 Nielsen Report limitations apply.